0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Good Life with Dawn Richards podcast. I am Dawn Richards, your host, and I'm so excited to be back with you again. I hope you're well. We're in a new month, the month of August. Can you believe that this year is just speeding by? I mean, literally looking up and realizing July was over and we're now in a wholly new month. Um, I'm definitely thankful and grateful that God is. You know, continue to bring us forward and you know, seen fit for us to still be in the land of the living, so that's always something to be thankful for and excited about. And the other thing about August in particular is that it's the eighth month in the year, and you may or may not know this, but eight represents new beginnings, so I encourage you to just claim it as your personal, you know, month of new beginnings, new opportunities, new breakthroughs, um, and just kind of keep that lifted. I'm also Nurturing this month with a lot of gratitude to God, a lot of gratitude to my fellow man, um, and just really focusing on being thankful and operating in the flow of gratitude because I know that the attitude of gratitude gives me altitude, means meaning, it takes me up, it takes me higher, it takes me forward in life, and it's not just because of that; it's just the way to live. It's the gracious way to live. Um, you know, being thankful, being um a person who acknowledges God's goodness in their lives and doesn't take it for granted and doesn't operate in a spirit in a spirit of entitlement with God or with others, um, is, is a blessed way to live and it's definitely something that heaven endorses. So I just encourage you um, to embrace this new month, even if it snuck up on you like it did lots of us and continue to seek God for his best and his highest in your life. And that's what I pray this podcast um, does for you. And as a part of, you know, doing in your growth and in your your walk with God and in your day to day living, I pray that it is bringing you um into greater understanding, greater insights, greater faith, greater um, ways of living and being and, and, you know, relating and all those things. So that's why it's called the good life, because the end result is to have that abundant good life that Jesus promised us in John 10, 10, that covers every facet of life, not just our spiritual lives, but every facet of our lives. And so we're going to pick right back up where we left off last time, and we're still in our return on investment series. I do believe, ah, believe it or not, I believe that this is the final episode in this series. God you know, willing, um, if he's willing for me to go further, I will, but I do believe I've hit a good place for us to wrap this time. We're going to pick back up where we left off. So if you're new to the podcast, if you haven't been with us throughout the series, then I encourage you to go back, get caught up, listen to all the episodes. They're available to you on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. Excuse me, not Spotify. I need to get on Spotify. They're available to you on, excuse me, SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts currently, and it's The Good Life of John Richards. So yes, please plug in, be liberal, share, tell a friend, share it with your network, have Bible study over it. Um, all the things and we're picking right back up in ways to invest in yourself. So this is kind of where we're going to bring it all back and just give you some practical things that you can do to actually invest in yourself. Because I believe that before you tap into and start to look for and expect higher investments in the quote unquote outer world of, you know, finances and and properties and some of those other more material, tangible things that are definitely good, are definitely um, part of God's plan for blessing and increasing his people. Uh, And, you know, you just, you're led as to, you know, what that looks like for you. But before any of that, I think we have to go back to the foundation. And that's what I've been also sharing quite a bit around um, during the series. And make sure that you're, you're investing in yourself first and foremost, because once you, meaning your inner man, your, your spirit man, is built up and is strong and is healthy and is vibrant and is trusting God and is flowing with God, then everything in this outer realm will be that much more attainable, that much more aligned to God's will and, you know, just all around easier for you to lay hold of. So we left off with me talking about um Time in the word and prayer and just being taught by the fivefold ministry. I share the example of how when I first got born again, I was so hungry for the word. I was so hungry for the things of God, um, just like a baby is hungry for milk. Um, if, if the baby is being nursed and they're super hungry for the mother's milk. But that's what the Bible likens us to when we are born again and we're new babes in Christ. And that's exactly how I was uh, all those years ago. And I talked about how I was consuming everything that my pastor and my church was in you know, my church home was giving at the time. I was a part of the new members um, orientation, which was at that time an extensive, several months long commitment of just discipleship classes and different topics, key topics for a really solid biblical foundation. I was doing some Christian um, activities on my campus because I was still in college at the time. And I was taking my personal study time and fellowship with the Lord very, very seriously. When I wasn't in church, quote unquote, formally in a service, I was buying tapes. At the time, we were still doing cassette tapes, dating myself, and really feeding on the word of God. So you have to make first and foremost, and we saw a lot of that in our um, previous episodes where we looked at the different heart types, the different soils and how we nurture our hearts, we nurture our spirits to bring forth harvest into our lives. And so this is where it starts. Invest in the word, invest in prayer, invest in being submitted to fivefold ministry gifts. I pray you have a church home. If you don't, I pray that you seek one out with God's leading and get rooted and grounded so that you can... <laughs> Be positioned for God's best. If God is looking for you over here in corner A and you're over off in corner C, then you're going to miss some things. It doesn't mean that nothing will get to you. It doesn't mean that God still won't be able to drip some things your way. But we want that full blessing. We want that full throttle blessing with nothing held back. Right. So that means we want to be in alignment with him and we want to constantly be seeking him and saying, Lord, what do you have for me? Where should I be? Where, where do you want me plugged in? I told about how I, the church that I had grown up in as a, as a young girl, as a child, that when I finally committed my life to the Lord, seriously, seriously got saved and baptized in the Holy Spirit, that shortly thereafter, the Lord had me go to a whole new church home, which is still my church home today, in a holy new city. So just be open to what he he says to you and what he, where he's leading you, because that's where the blessing is going to be. Okay, so another way, let's move on, that you can invest in yourself is courses, books, podcasts, ding, 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 which you're already doing, if you're listening, and just things that, you know, you consume. So just think about how can I increase, how can I sow into, you know, my life as it relates to my career as it relates to my family's life, my marriage, my children, being a great parent. If you're if you have children, my relationships with friends, with siblings, with, you know, family members, um, you know, what I do as a community servant, perhaps, you know, what I want to do in my future, my dreams and goals. You know, how can I start tapping into some of that knowledge now? Some of my passions, my hobbies, all of that can be accessible to you in this day and age, especially. Um, Without you probably even leaving the comfort of your home, not to say you don't want to go out and do that. But, you know, with the pandemic, there are a lot more considerations around that. So that doesn't have to be an excuse when you can have books, you can have podcasts, you can have courses. I talked about how when I used to commute um, for work back in, you know, years ago in the early parts of my career and how I would use those tapes that I had gotten from my church and I would feast on them. And that was a big part of my spiritual growth. So what I was hearing in the church from the pulpit on Sundays and sometimes on Wednesdays or Fridays at Bible study, I was getting another round of just reinforcements because I'm using these tapes. I'm using these resources, whatever that is. Again, it could be a newsletter. It could be a magazine subscription. It could be a conference. It could be a webinar. Just invest in you. Get in the habit of investing in you. Don't look for the hookups. Don't always look for the freebies. Don't always look for the handouts. Yes, they're great. Having great podcasts like this, you know, accessible to you for free, literally, is a supreme blessing. And it is my privilege and honor to offer it. But don't just look for the things that are free. You're worth the investment. You're worth saying, you know what? I want to attend that conference because I'm going to learn XYZ or I want to network here. So I'm going to do this. I've done that. I've, I've attended conferences and you know, spent a week of my vacation, not on the beach, nothing wrong with that, for sure. Not, you know, um, you know, doing something else, but actually in the word of God, in a conference where I'm hearing the word. And again, it doesn't just have to be spiritual. Whatever areas of your life you're looking to grow, you're looking to harvest, you're looking to increase. You want to make sure you're employing and giving the requisite investment in those areas so you can continue to thrive you can continue to advance and god has lots to work with when it comes to increasing you and giving you that return on your investment so just remind yourself you know if a little voice comes up and says you know you can't really afford that or you know Why are you doing that? You're wasting your time. You could be hanging out with your friends. Why are you here reading this book? Or why are you studying on the weekends when you could be, you know, going out and shopping and hanging at the, you know, whatever it looks like. Tell yourself, shut that voice down and tell yourself that you are worth it, that you have goals, that you are focused, that you're going to fulfill the will of God for your life. You're going to receive all that God has for you. And you know, that's going to come with some investment. How can you get a return on an investment if you don't invest? So get into the mindset of investing in you. Get into the mindset of paying for spiritual resources. Yes, some are free, but some you should be willing to pay for. If there's a teaching series that I released or that somebody else, another minister of God that has blessed your life and God uses to bless you releases, buy the series, download the series. Pay for the books, pay for the manuals, pay for the conferences, pay for the webinars, pay for whatever it is. Again, invest in yourself. Okay, so enough on that. I think you've gotten that. And anything I do want to say, this: anything that you consume is a seed. That's anything. So here I'm focusing on positive, you know, God inclined ways for you to invest in yourself, for you to build yourself up, for you to grow. In the areas in your life that you want to see increase, that you want to see a greater return of, in, of harvest and blessing. But that works in the reverse as well. If you spend all your time consuming trash, the Bible says a wise man craves the truth while a fool feeds on trash. Now, sometimes I think, oh, Lord, when I'm watching the housewives, is he talking about me? <laughs> but this is somebody who is constantly feeding on trash. They're never taking the time to seek out the truth, i.e. the word of God, i.e. the wisdom of God, i.e. things that are going to actually benefit their life. They're, they're comfortable. They've resigned themselves to low level living because all they consume is trash. And the Bible says that's foolish. It's foolish to just listen to the hip hop and the bebop and all that and to never, ever saturate your spirit with praise and worship. It's foolish to read every single gossip column and blog that's talking about absolutely nothing and all the social media posts and all the TikTok and all that. But never actually take the time to read things that are going to enhance your mind, enhance your intellect, enhance your your spiritual life and your growth with God. Enhance your relationships. You know, you're married and your marriage is tore up from the floor, but yet you don't want to spend time investing in a counselor. Or investing in books and resources that will teach you how to be a better wife or teach you how to communicate better, and you all come together on one accord. No, that's foolish. So just remember anything you can see, you consume, good, bad, or indifferent, you're going to get a harvest. So you have to decide what type of harvest do I want? And if you currently have harvests that are showing up in your life, ask yourself do I want more of this? If God were to come to me today and say, I'm going to multiply this exact thing in your life, would that be a good thing or a bad thing? That will tell you if that's something you need to eliminate, reduce, push away or draw more in, draw closer. Do more of invest more, more of so or invest more in. So just do. Remember, we talked about locating ourselves. And this is not to cast judgment on anyone. We all have areas in our lives where we can tighten up for sure. We can make some different choices, perhaps some better choices. Maybe what we're doing is not bad or wrong per se, but maybe it's just not the best. And so that's where the Holy Spirit comes in and he personalizes for us what we need in our individual walk. So I'm not here to tell you or you are not here to tell me specifically maybe what that is. But, you know, you know, in your heart because the Holy Spirit will make it clear to you and probably has already You know, those areas where you need to tweak, be more disciplined, be more focused, change course and all of that. But just remember, it works. For good or for bad. So be very mindful of what you're sewing. Okay, the next way you can invest in yourself is through mentors, coaches. Relationships. So I know that there have been. And again, I'm going to stick with ministry um, because that's that's a big vein for me. But even outside of ministry, even with, you know, my passion for cooking and really getting going with, you know, um, that years ago and starting to cater and starting to teach cooking courses and having my own cooking school at one point and being a food writer and a blogger and all those things over the years and doing a lot in that space. I didn't necessarily go to formal culinary school. I didn't necessarily, you know. have an apprenticeship with the chef but what I had was I had you know food periodicals that I could subscribe to so yes I was paying a subscription to get these food magazines that taught me so much about food that inspired me to make these amazing recipes that was further teaching me and giving me practice real time making these dishes and encouraging me and one thing led to another and built upon itself and then I would occasionally go to a cooking class or, you know, if I was traveling, I might go to a class in a different country and get even more techniques, whatever that looks like for, for me, because based on my personal interest, the same would be for you. Maybe if it was a sport that you were interested in and you wanted to get better in the sport or, you know, some other technical um, talent or skill that you wanted to develop or a certification of some kind, all those things. There are so many avenues, again, that we've already talked about, but Having mentors. Do you know books can be mentors? I have mentors that I've never met in person, mostly by way of books. Great men and women of God that I've studied after, that I've read after over the years, that I consider mentors. But yet I've never met them in person. Some of them aren't even still physically alive in the earth, they're now in heaven. Cookbooks that have been mentors, cooking shows that have been mentors to me in that realm. You know, fashion. I've loved fashion since I was a child. I've loved music since I was a child. All those things that I love that are important to me that I get joy from that I want to, you know, maybe professionally, I want to do things in my career. I've invested. I've taken the courses. I've gotten the certifications. I've attended the conferences. Um, I've raised my hand when the opportunities arose at work to say, hey, I want to be a part of that. All of those things can lead you down the path for greater return on investment. But again, you've got to be willing to invest. So start evaluating who could be a mentor for me in this area that I want to grow in, that I want to become more savvy in. Um, And then you've got to learn how to, you know, build relationship um, currency. You can't just burst into someone, especially a stranger. And say, I want you to be my mentor. That typically doesn't go over very well. So <laughs> you've also got to bring something to the table. So you want to start nurturing those relationships so that once you need them, they're there for you. But relationships and coaches, you know, that's relatively new in my in my psyche of, you know, paying a paying for a coach of some capacity. I, I don't know. Maybe I've had what I've had mentors and and such um, and teachers, but I've never considered it like a coach per se um so now i'm opening my mind up to that because there are people who are trained in certain things that i don't want to do all the legwork i want to supersede i want to i want to super what's the word i'm looking for i want to accelerate my my ability to get to a certain level and there are some people who are trained to help me do that and it's Possibly going to cost me something. But guess what? I'm investing in myself. Remember, we talked about we're worth it. You're worth the investment. And you're giving God something to multiply and return back to you when you do that. So consider mentors, consider coaches, consider relationships or building relationships where you need and you want to have access to, um, you know, people and their expertise in some capacity. Okay, another way we can invest in ourselves. See, there's so many ways we can invest in ourselves. So really, we should always be doing something to invest in our spiritual life, our relationships, our social life, our financial well-being, our health and well-being. And we're going to tap into that now. Invest in exercise. Invest in getting rest and getting the proper amount of rest. Invest in recreation and fun. Yes, invest in your fun. It's godly. It's hard, I mean, as long as your fun is godly. Now, if your fun is out here doing things that, you know, you shouldn't be doing or that no child of God would want to be named doing, you know, then, yeah, you may want to rearrange that fun. But fun, having fun, having joy in your life, being happy, clean fun. I'll just say that God is about that all day. He created it. There was never a serious thought in the Garden of Eden until sin came on the scene, until Satan came in and Adam bowed the knee to Satan and turned things over to him. There was never a serious thought. Everything was joyful, lighthearted, happy. God and his family. It wasn't until the enemy came in that sin came in, that things changed. So you don't have to feel guilty about investing in Recreation, fun, whatever that looks like for you. That could be going out in nature and, you know, biking or, you know, camping or whatever that looks like. It could be travel. It could be, again, you know, um, some type of a sporting event. It could be a myriad of things. Going to a concert, having friends over, whatever that looks like. Prioritize and invest in that because that's going to give you what? Balance. It's going to give you fulfillment. And it's going to make your life that much more enriched. And God can then bless that even more. Right. So exercise, movement, movement is of God. We cannot be sedentary all the time and be optimally healthy. So we want to have some type of movement, some type of exercise in our in our regimen of living. It doesn't mean that you've got to go out and run <laughs> a 10K every day or do, you know, high intensity workouts every day. but there should be some level of movement and mobile motion and action in your life to stimulate, you know, that life flow um, a few times a week, at least. OK, so think about that. Think about making sure you're getting the proper rest. I know people talk about we'll sleep when we're dead, all those lame things that they say that's stupid. Let's strike that sleep is a God. Sleep is necessary for your physiology for your health, for your well-being. No, I'm not a physician, but yes, I have common sense. Yes, I do follow what the experts say. And the experts make it clear that we have to have sleep to be healthy. We have to have sleep to function optimally. Now, you may be able to get by with a little less sleep, and I do mean a little less than maybe somebody else, but ultimately you need sleep. So drop that team, no sleep. That has no place in in your life. You want to be healthy. You want to be investing in your rest so that when you're up during your waking hours, you are maximizing your time. You're maximizing the gift that God's given you. You're maximizing your creativity because you're not exhausted. And when you feel yourself getting exhausted, what? Rest. Don't quit. Rest. I love that quote. When you're tired, when you're worn out, don't quit. Just rest and come back and start again. Okay. And then lastly, I would say giving is a great way to invest in yourself. And you say giving, how is giving a good way to invest in myself? Because I'm not, that's not me. I'm giving that to somebody else. Exactly. Because did you know the Bible says that it's more blessed to give than it is to receive? So when you give, you just position yourself to receive even more. God says it's more blessed. Yes, you're blessed when somebody gives to you, but it's more blessed when you give to someone else because now you put that cycle of harvest in motion and what's coming back to you is going to be greater than what you put out. And we talked about that as well um, earlier in the series. So I pray that This stimulates you. I pray that this starts to get your juices flowing if they haven't been already about key ways you can start or continue investing in yourself. You're worth it. You being in a good place in your walk with the Lord, you're worth it. You having the relationships and the and the family dynamics and all those things, friendship, family, career, all those things, you're worth it. You being stable and in a blessed, secure place and in a well-provided-for place financially, you're worth it. You having peace of mind and being able to enjoy your life and being able to express your gifts and talents and your creativity and indulge those things that make you happy, you're worth it. You being healthy and strong in your body and not overtaxed and overwhelmed and overstressed, you're worth it. You being able to bless others and have impact in others' lives, you're worth it. So I thank you for allowing me to share what God has given me about my life for this year with you over the past several episodes. We are now, this is episode 48, so we've been at this for a little while. It's been a great series. Again, if you haven't been able to listen to each one already, go back and catch all the episodes. They're waiting for you. And until we're together again, I pray that you live intentionally and that you always embrace the good life in Christ Jesus. God bless you.